0: Welcome to Pod Junction, where business meets podcasting. Whether you're on a morning jog, driving to work, whipping up a meal, or just taking a moment for yourself, our weekly bite sized episodes promise fresh insights from successful podcasters who have cracked the code of using podcasts to grow their business. So, whether you're a podcasting newbie or seasoned podcaster, grab your notebooks and get ready.
1: Well, hello, welcome to Pod Junction. My name is Matt Edmondson. Beside me is the debonair, the handsome, <laughs> the, the the stunningly amazing uh, person, which is Seraf Bainon. Uh, welcome to the show. Great to have you here. And uh, we were talking before, you, sh- you need to give me a list of, of words that I can use to approved describe Approved adjectives. Approved yeah. adjectives. <laughs> approved adjectives.com. Uh, were they off the list? Because I was just kind of winging that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show. This is a show all about using podcasting to grow your business and whatever that means and looks like we can talk about all kinds of different things. Uh, and the format of the show is pretty straightforward, pretty simple. We listen to an excerpt of an interview with a with an expert in their field, mm-hmm. someone who is actually podcasting to mm-hmm. for their business, using podcasting to grow their business. And then Sadaf and I will listen to that said interview clip, uh, just as you are doing. Uh, I have my notebook. I have my pens. Go grab your notebook. Grab your pen. Take lots of notes. And then we're going to have a conversation about uh, that afterwards. That's a format. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. And today's guest is, drumroll Drumroll please. <laughs> No expense spared in the sound effects. Um, <laughs> today's guest is.
0: It is uh, Tim Richardson from dun, Your dun, Basket dun. is Empty.
1: Yeah, and... Tim. What a legend that guy is. Uh, Tim is, um, he's a great guy. I met Tim. Uh, I was saying this story, wasn't I? Met Tim a few years ago when Chloe Thomas, who is also going to come on this show, mm-hmm also does e-commerce podcasting uh, so there's a few of us who do e-commerce podcasts and chloe decided a little while ago that actually she's going to get everyone together uh, and so that's where i met tim was at mm-hmm. this sort of get together down in london mm-hmm. we were on a on a boat having a meal which was i think we were on a boat um, and uh, we we had this meal got to know each other and tim was one of the guys i got to meet and know and we chat long and hard about mm-hmm. podcasting. He is such an awesome guy. Uh, and so, yes, very, very stoked he is on the show. What's he talking about?
0: He is talking about sponsorship. Ooh. So he's went, I oh, don't know, I'll let him talk.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't steal I'm his not thunder. Out,
0: sorry, sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: okay, so let's get the guest on quick. Before that, I've told you everything, and then we'll be back after this. Here we go. I'm I'm intrigued by this idea that actually when you started it, you weren't looking to commercialize the podcast. But the consequence of doing the podcast has led to some commercialization, uh, uh, people approaching you to sponsor the podcast and so on and so forth. So how have you – I mean, do you have sponsors for every episode? I'm curious to see what your uh, experience with sponsorship
2: is. So I think first and foremost, before we get into it, my job was commercial director. I've been a salesperson for a very long time. So I didn't find it that hard to get sponsorship because that's what I do and that's what I teach people now. So, right. so in terms of getting the sponsorship, it wasn't that difficult because that's what I do. In terms of maybe some thoughts about sponsorship, I, 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 I do believe the way in which I started it is an interesting – And sorry, my washing machine might be going off in the background there. It, it is an well, at least your clothes way, are clean. And, yeah, at least my clothes are <laughs> clean. The, I, I think starting it from a place of non-commercialization is an interesting spot uh, uh, to, to begin with because then you're not thinking about money. You're just thinking about the quality of the guests, the type of conversations you're going to be having, and ultimately what the user, the listener, gets. And mm. that has always been my number one focus is I want it to be an entertaining, insightful, and thoughtful conversation between two interesting people that I – it's a very selfish endeavor I would want to listen to. That's literally yeah. the main yeah. objective of of all the content I put out but especially the podcast so if you can then attract sponsors on top of that I think it's kind of a win-win but I -hmm. I would encourage people to think about that first point and I appreciate that is difficult if it's part of again your business maybe not a satellite thing and you need it or it is one of your key growth you know channels or or levers now to your question about like generally approaching sponsors and how I've done that I've, I've experimented so um I started off with uh, weekly episodes and building some sort of kind of like sponsorship or partnership package that kind of like facilitated that. And I personally found that quite taxing, like a a podcast episode every week is, is quite full on. And I think I found because it was every week, I noticed that the quality sort of started to dilute slightly because it was mm-hmm. so taxing and I kind of just needed people on the pod. I couldn't right. be so strategic about it. So, I then totally switched gears and went to another model, which is something I think people should consider if they're looking to commercialize it, and that was kicking out into a series. So, I did a six-part series. I had a theme that wrapped the series, and that was a perfect little package to go to a sponsor and say, "Look, here's the series. You can have somebody on within that six episodes. I'm happy to talk to your CMO or your founder. They can take one episode. So then there's five for us to talk about, uh, to, to have guests on. The guests can be their customers mm-hmm. um, or potential customers. And, uh, you know, it's a nice neat little package. Um, yeah. And I found that that worked really, really well. And so I, I, I experimented with that in terms of sponsorship. And there was a lot of uh, interest in that. And I managed to commercialize all of the the series that I did. And that was throughout kind of like 2021 and Uh, 2020 and i I got to uh, do a few different sort of subjects but i'm quite passionate about food so i did a whole series on direct consumer food and Mm -hmm. weirdly i got approached by like the founder of food 52 who's a massive big deal (laughs) and like she was on the pod and like that was i was first time i was nervous on the pod but so that 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 was a cool thing i did a whole series on agencies which is slightly ironic now because i'm I'm pivoting into agencies and then i would sort of like look at things like um you know, up-and-coming brands, brands that people may not have heard of and it's kind of a nice way to expose them. So the the, the series-based concept was good. But upon reflection, what I realized is that uh, it impacted the numbers quite badly in the sense that you'd get a lot of listenership and then when you're not posting anything or producing any uh, uh, new episodes, the mm-hmm. listenership kind of like dwindles. So yeah. going into uh, 2023 and kind of the back end of last year, I'm I'm sort of going halfway house. I'm going, it's a monthly content sort of experience. It's two podcasts, two newsletters every single month. And in terms of commercialization, I'm looking uh, at sponsorships, either on a a one, three, six or 12 month kind of package to make it commercially interesting for sponsors the price reduces the more you take out that's a fair mm-hmm. deal and then there's if you want to take out the full year then it's kind of like a, a customer arrangement. Right? so that's my general tldr on sponsorship and what i've learned but yeah it hasn't hasn't really been a ball ache if i'm totally honest because uh i do a lot of this stuff with my work mm. anyway so it just flows into the airflow yeah.
1: And if it's one of those interesting things, isn't it? If you've got the network and you've got the context and sponsorship makes sense, then then, you know, have at it. Um, it's interesting. You, you talked about oh, the start. You're trying to do that for every episode. And, and it sort of impacted the quality of your podcast because you then have to focus on your sponsors as well as on your 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 guest types of things. So sponsorship um the outlook for 2023 have you found it more tricky more difficult or is it still pretty pretty straightforward
2: uh, <laughs> on my list today is to reach out to all of my potential partners for this year so i'll, I'll let you know in a week's time my general sense <laughs> okay. my general sense is i think it would be uh, unwise anyone going to look for any kind of like marketing sponsorship from anyone you know that's across the board no matter what you're doing and not uh, realize that things are going to be impacted with the general economic climate. So yeah, I'm, I'm certainly, um, uh, okay that I'm going to have to either negotiate. I'm also totally fine that I don't have a a sponsor at all. Cause ultimately it is, as you said, it's a, a lead generation tool. It's a authority tool. You know, I like having the conversations. The fact that I get to commercialize it, um, is, is, is kind of like the cherry on top, but I, I would say anyone looking to, 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 to to drive sponsorship for any type of content that it will be more challenging. So therefore, maybe some things to consider are work with people that you already know. And I think that's one thing that uh, I've certainly been very clear on with any of my partners in terms of, of, of sponsorship is I, I want to like totally believe in their product or their service or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite interested in like, I'd rather not have a sponsor than hock something I really don't like, or it does not mm. match my brand. And I think that's probably something it's useful, you know, in terms of people considering sponsorship or commercializing it.
0: If you're intrigued and want to dive deeper into this conversation, check out Pod Junction Cohort, where you can listen to the complete interview and much more. Simply visit thepodjunction.com for more information about how to join.
1: Welcome back from that conversation with Tim. I love that conversation, that whole thing about sponsorship predominantly because we've never really done the no. sponsorship thing have we on mm-hmm. any of our shows uh, we do get approached by people who want to sponsor an episode or mm-hmm. um look at sponsoring the show yep. um but we've never actively gone out and said hey would you like to mm-hmm. sponsor the e-commerce podcast the push podcast or whatever because mm-hmm. we've used it predominantly as a well push is predominantly lead, a lead generation mm-hmm. tool um yep. And the e-commerce podcast. When we start, I think we mentioned before on the show when we started that we had, I haven't really got a clue what we were doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just having fun.
1: Just having a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and but we've never tried to actively commercialize it mm. with sponsors. We've talked about it. Yeah. We but have. we've never really, mm. never really done anything about it. So mm. um, I found this conversation with Tim really interesting because my brain started buzzing. It's like, oh, we could do this. We could do that. <laughs> we could do the other. Um, but yeah, what did you get? What did you, what was your thoughts on what Tim said?
0: Um, I think I, I find, um, the whole sponsorship thing a little bit daunting, if I'm honest. Mm. And, um, I like that he said that it's, you know, he's, he's got a sales background and so yeah. therefore it made it easier for him. Yeah. So I don't have a sales background. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, maybe. Yeah. So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How do mm-hmm. you how do you approach people uh, to sponsor the show? A couple of things that Tim said, which I thought were interesting. One, he mm-hmm. said, talk to people that you know mm-hmm. um, from your network. Um, two, I think, understand the climate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as the, at the time of recording, um, you know, interest rates are high. The economy is in recession. Uh, the cost of living crisis we've got the rush ukraine war i mean there's a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. going on um and so i think people have pulled back from it and there's been a lot of high profile cases like um oh the duchess and duke of sussex mm-hmm. and their podcast deal with spotify uh mm. not being renewed yet for a second season um despite Spotify throwing copious amounts of money into podcasting. So um, I know that quite a few other people that rely on sponsorship for podcasting mm-hmm. have found it hard this year mm-hmm. um, because the, the the money has dried up for want of a better expression as everyone's pulled back to conserve cash, which you can understand. Um, but one of the things that he said at the start um, was a bit like we did with e-commerce podcast. We never set out to commercialize yeah. the podcast. We just wanted to have great conversations with interesting people, grow our authority, Mm -hmm. connect, do you know what I mean? Do all those kind of things that, you know, is associated with podcasting. Um, Credibility, authority, Mm -hmm. you know, meet interesting people, meaningful connections, et cetera, et cetera. I never once thought, oh, I wonder if I could get Clavio to sponsor the show Mm -hmm. and pay me copious amounts of money Mm -hmm. to sit and chat to people. And so what's fascinating with that is i think that seems certainly for tim and certainly for us at ep Mm -hmm. that seemed to direct quite heavily the way the podcast went when we launched it yeah do you you know what i mean like all the things that we didn't do Mm -hmm. to try and satisfy our show sponsor yeah yeah um if that makes sense
0: yeah because um i guess if you if you have a list of sponsors you suddenly have stakeholders don't you Mm. And like you say, you have to satisfy them. Um, whereas we had the freedom to be able to just, as you say, have great conversations and be focused on our guest and yeah. our audience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if I can get a sponsor that is happy with that, then great. Uh, yeah. Come talk yeah. to me. I uh, yeah. would love to be, uh, have a conversation with you. Yeah. Uh, we have had people approach us to sponsor the show. I remember uh, one chap who just started an agency. Mm-hmm. Um, it, i, I if I could remember his name, I still wouldn't tell you, but I can't remember his name um, or the agency's name. I just remember him. Do you remember he contacted us and said, I'm interested in sponsoring the show. Mm-hmm. And I felt the need to say to him that, listen, sponsoring the e-commerce podcast whilst I'm happy to have a conversation because mm-hmm. a few people have sponsored the show. Um, whilst I'm happy to have the conversation, I need you to understand this is not going to guarantee you clients. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think understanding that podcasting is more top of funnel, it's yeah. more about awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just putting your name out there on the e commerce podcast. Yes, we get thousands of people downloaded. Thousands of people aren't going to want to buy a yeah. website right now. Yeah. Um, you may not get mm-hmm. any leads from this at all. And so, mm-hmm. um, and and if you're going to do it, just doing one episode is not going to really help you. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to get behind like tim mm. i thought it was clever because he did the series or yeah. he's now you know you sponsor a month or six months mm-hmm. or whatever and he's doing those packages mm-hmm. um because i think if you're going to do some kind of sponsorship you have to be in for the long haul to get some kind of brand recognition yeah um and so finding companies that will do that that will sponsor it like that mm. is is uh, it's not always that straightforward yeah yeah um, but be aware you know and be Totally honest with people that want to sponsor the podcast. Give them a reality check. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, um, yes, we have this many listeners, but that doesn't equate to that many people going to buy. Yeah, uh, It's a bit like running a TV advert once. It's it's not going to have the impact. Mm-hmm. It's the constancy, isn't it? The, mm-hmm. the repetitive nature of it. And so structuring sponsorships around that, I think, will be much better for the client, mm-hmm. you know, whoever's sponsoring your show, and for you, because over a period of time, they may see the results. But I think in one episode, they probably won't.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um so yeah so um his his uh what do you think to this idea of doing a series that a sponsor could get connected with I
0: I thought that was actually quite clever because he was saying I think one of them was um was it cooking yeah food food, Yeah, yeah food food based so I think if you're doing different series there's your um Um, the the sponsors that you might be going after it just opens up the pool so much more instead of if you're just e-commerce focused you know um i think that could get saturated i don't know i don't really do (laughs) so we don't really do sponsorship so but if you if you're opening up the pool to different topics then obviously you'll get more people in there
1: yeah absolutely um, I like. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know other podcasters who have done that well. Hmm. So, for example, on the e-commerce podcast, I could do, like, an eight-week series on email marketing. Um, I could approach companies that are involved in email marketing. Hmm. For example, brands like Clavio, AWeber, um, uh, and some of the other ones that are totally escaping my head right now. Uh, but I could go to the <laughs> those email providers and say, "Listen, we're going to do this series." Do you want to sponsor that series? Mm-hmm. And I like what Tim said. And if you do, uh, we'd love to have you fill out one of the guest slots mm-hmm. um, on the show. Here are some of the other things that I'm thinking of covering, but I'm happy to have a conversation if you want to do this slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But this comes back again to now you've got to sponsor. You've got to make it worth their while mm-hmm. um, in terms of the content. So you you start to, whereas I like it at the moment because I can have whatever conversation I like with whatever person I like. Mm. Um that's not to say I'd be averse to that kind of thing, but I think there's, there are complications that come with it that you just need to be aware of. Yeah. That, as long as you're happy with that, then that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but, yeah, I like the idea of doing a series. But, of course, Tim's quite rightly said the downside of that is, and this is what we discovered with e-commerce podcast, was we would do a series. Um, eventually a series became 10 episodes yeah. because it's, it just that's the way it was. Uh, we would do a series, then we'd have a break mm-hmm. for four or five weeks, and then mm-hmm. we'd start another series. And the listenership, the numbers would drop radically. And yeah. so you'd spend all the next series trying to rebuild them, and then mm-hmm. they'd drop again. So what we found is doing a podcast every week, that consistency, which we've talked about before, numbers Mm. continually grow as opposed to do this all the time right yeah for sure and so the downside of the series thing is Mm. yeah if you've not if you've not got back-to-back series planned um you you could create this Mm. this effect of sort of driving numbers and having numbers fall off Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. one of the other things by the way uh, that's just totally come to my mind Uh, i know some other podcasters who We'll say to sponsors that every penny that you pay in Mm -hmm. sponsorship, we will put into marketing of the podcast, Um, and so it's not like the money's getting lost in a black hole. So, uh, we will take that sponsorship money. So, let's say they sponsor—I don't know—a couple of grand for a series or Mm -hmm. something. We're going to take those. That money, and we're going to invest that into some kind of, say, paid media or promotional activity for the podcast to drive the numbers. That kind of sweetens the deal, which mm-hmm. is good. Um, you can do that, obviously, if your income is not necessary on the podcast sponsorship. And I know a lot of podcasters who whose income is tightly reliant on uh, sponsorship. Um, but that is just another sweet way to, mm-hmm. which I've I've come across before and thought was quite clever. But yes, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, if you are. Uh, creating a full-time income from sponsoring a podcast God bless you because that's not an easy road to go down Um, it really isn't and I think uh, you've got to have big audiences to generate the Mm -hmm. cash what what you've got to do with a podcast is look beyond the sponsors it's a bit like YouTube you know you've got to look beyond just the money you get Mm -hmm. from ad generation Um, what other things can you do to create income Um, And sponsorship works for some people. For a lot of others, they find it really quite difficult. So I think when you're doing your podcast, um, create multiple streams of income from it. We'll talk more about that in in upcoming episodes, I have no doubt. Um, But, yeah, something to be aware of. And then finally, probably the only other thing to say is your biggest sponsor of the show should probably be yourself. Mm. Um, And so this is what we do, right? Yeah. We sponsor our own shows, which is why mm-hmm. I've never been that bothered about going and getting sponsors because yeah. this show, the e-commerce podcast, is brought to you by e-commerce cohort. Mm-hmm. E-commerce cohort is a monthly mastermind group that you can join from fourteen ninety nine. It gives you a backstage <laughs> pass. Blah, 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 right? Yeah. So um, e-commerce Podcast, we promote the e commerce cohort, mm-hmm. which is one of our memberships. This podcast, Pod Junction, you will have heard sadaf talk, you know, that little promo after the interview. If you want to listen to the entire interview, you can listen to the entire interview just by joining the Podcast Junction cohort. Mm-hmm. Um, more information can be found out on our website, at podjunction.com. So, we in effect are sponsoring. This show now just because I've put the ad there doesn't mean that a thousand people are going to sign up tomorrow. Yeah. I wish it did. I genuinely do, but I don't. I've got like I say, there has to be that consistency, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we sponsor our own show. We are a podcast agency. Pod Junction is a brand name. We are building that. We mm-hmm. are connecting with people. Uh, we are letting people know what our services are. So you take someone like Tim who comes on the show. He has a podcast. Well, he now knows that we do podcasting services, yeah. right? So
0: mm-hmm.
1: ideal yeah tim's not a client yet by the way but Mm -hmm. do you see what i mean it's it's one of those so there's Mm -hmm. lots of other things that we do so we are in effect i would say our biggest show sponsor yeah um and that i think is is it's probably a nicer way to go for it certainly for us i'm not saying it's the only way to go let me just clarify i think there are other other ways to do it um, but for us mm. at the moment, that's the strategy that we have taken for Tim. Mm-hmm. He gets external sponsorship, so it commercializes podcasts. And if anybody would like to sponsor the Podjunction, please reach out to us because <laughs> uh, we would love to talk to you. Or e-commerce podcast or PUSH. Mm-hmm. PUSH is another podcast. We self-sponsor um, that mm-hmm. for want of a better expression. Um, and so again, podcasting for business is more than just getting sponsors. But if that is your strategy, I think it's a really interesting strategy and hopefully you picked up a few top tips from Tim. But it's not the only strategy to make money because for years I thought it was, but Mm. apparently it isn't. Apparently there are other things that you can do, which we have talked about in this. Anything else from you, Miss Sela? I realise I've just talked for quite a while there.
0: Yes, yes you have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to do this. yes. (laughs) Uh, no, I'm looking at my notes, and I think you've covered it all, Matt. <laughs> I think you got it. Well done, me. Sorry, I went on a bit
1: of a monologue there. Uh, I do like these topics, though, <laughs> these uh, topics of sponsorship. We, mm. What have you learned? Let me ask you some questions then. What have you learned dealing with people that have re- that have reached out to us wanting to sponsor the show?
0: What have I learned? Um, I think maybe one of the things I I could um identify is that would i would we as a business stand behind that that sponsor yeah like would is that something we would be happy to stand behind yeah. i think some you know sometimes you can maybe get caught up in the appeal of it but i think if we're not happy to stand behind it i don't think we should be pushing it
1: yeah that's very true and that's something that tim mentioned wasn't it mm-hmm. that whole idea of uh, being aligned mm-hmm with whoever's sponsoring your show Mm -hmm. um i think it's very very important Mm -hmm. very very important Mm -hmm. Uh, which again is why we've turned down some sponsors in the past because it's like yeah actually i don't feel like i can get behind your brand or what you stand for yeah um not that i think i'm a better human being but i just i I think your business and our business just Mm as on that for whatever reason not aligned Mm -hmm. um and so not being afraid to say no I think that's important especially if you don't feel like the sponsor is going to connect with your tribe as well. Yeah, yeah. So if you're using podcasting to build an audience, mm-hmm. um like we have a podcast, we're starting a podcast called Rooted uh with vegetology. It's an e-commerce business. So we're going to there's an e-commerce podcast coming out called Rooted. There is no way on God's green earth I'm getting Swoldale Butchers to sponsor <laughs> That podcast, because its client base is predominantly vegan and vegetarian, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's just uh, Susie's Leatherworks. It's just not, it doesn't make sense uh, on any kind of level <laughs> um, for them to sponsor that podcast. Um, and so I think we. you're right. I think that is super important, the, the values aspect mm-hmm. of it, you know, being culturally aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, and it making sense to your listener more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Is really really important. I mean, Mm -hmm. really really important. Yeah, Uh, super super powerful point. Very good. Uh, Anything else? No. You sure?
0: Yep, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) Okay, you just want to go now because you need to go collect the kids. I do need to go. (laughs) (laughs) And on that bombshell, ladies and gentlemen, uh, who we got coming up next week?
0: Uh, We've got Dennis from Leadership Is Changing, and you're.
1: you can't pronounce his surname I can't please.
0: pronounce it. Matt's going to tell you his full name
1: <laughs> uh, we've got it written down I do know Dennis Dennis is a legend from, from the land down under uh, and I was on his podcast several years ago so it's great gonna... to get to catch up with Dennis what did you say he was talking about I can't read your
0: writing um, neither can I um, the benefits of podcasting
1: yeah from the leadership is changing yes, Dennis yes. Geonosis uh, I think is his surname I hope I pronounced that right Dennis I'm really sorry if I haven't please forgive me uh, but looking forward to that with Dennis coming up do come and join us Uh, As we learn from Dennis, do make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Because you know we've got more conversations coming up, and you know what we haven't been doing on this podcast? The whole "you're awesome" thing. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Do you not want us to do that? No. (laughs) And Sarah's like, "This is my show, so we're not doing it."
0: Move over, Matt.
1: Obviously, we've not had this conversation before. You'll have no idea what we're talking about unless you've listened to my other podcast. I have a specific way I sign off every podcast that I do where I am the host. I have just discovered, uh, after doing this hundreds of times from my show's producer, that she's not a particular fan of the way that we sign off uh, those episodes. And does not want it on this show, so if you want to know what I say <laughs> and what I do, you should probably check out an episode of the yeah. e-commerce podcast or Push to Be More, uh, because uh, yes, I'm not allowed to say it on. I've been censored. I've been censored. Uh, I want you to know. Uh, so, <laughs> on that bombshell, I think it's, uh, it's probably a good time to say, all. Right. So, thank you so much for joining us. Bye for now.
0: And that brings us to the end of today's episode at Pod Junction where business meets podcasting. If you enjoyed the insights from today and wish to hear the full conversation with today's special guest, don't forget to visit thepodjunction.com where you'll find more information about how you can join today. Whether you listened while on the go or in a quiet moment, thank you for letting us be a part of your day. Remember, every episode is a chance to gain insights and to transform your business with podcasting. So keep tuning in, keep learning, and until next time, Happy podcasting.